just like a lot of you, I suffer from not being motivated at times. And it can really lead to, if you let it, a decrease in production, obviously. So on today's episode, this is what I want to talk about. Motivation, how we can sort of get ourselves motivated or how we can work through not being motivated when it comes to training our dogs. Let's talk about that next. All right, let's get this week's episode going. Hey, everybody, I am Jake from OnDogTrainingAcademy.com, and yes, I did it again. I did not put an episode out last week, partly because we've been so busy with our business and training, and honestly, sometimes it's just a lack of motivation to do these extra steps when you've already had a full day. So as I sit here today, I decided, you know what? That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about how I've been trying to work myself through a lack of motivation at times. And I know you are listening and going, I've been there. I know this. Sometimes we just don't feel up to doing whatever it is that we need to do. And that means it either slips through the cracks or we procrastinate, thus adding more stress onto ourselves. And it just becomes even more of a problem. But before I do that, let me just mention real quick, guys. Again, I am Jake from OnDogTrainingAcademy.com. We're an on do- online dog training company. Check us out. we got a really cool course there. We offer free webinars with some really good advice in them. And then we also do one-on-one training as well. So check it out, OnDogTrainingAcademy.com. Also, if you, like, if you like listening to podcasts that I do here, you might be interested in some that I have been guest appearancing on or guest speaking on. And you can find that at OnDogTrainingAcademy.com. If you click on our podcast tab, you'll see not only a link to this podcast, but you'll see links to other podcasts uh, that I have done in the past, anything from parenting to hiking, camping. Um, I did one just recently where we just talked about grieving the loss of animals and really what the benefit of having animal has, but at what price. So it's a really interesting topics. I cover a lot of different things. So check it out right on our website. All right. So let's get into not being motivated. The first thing I'm going to say as I sit here today talking with you is motivation, I think, comes in an increase. So I said, okay, I have to do a podcast today. I have to shoot this episode. And I was just not motivated. The topics I was coming up with just were not inspiring me to like. And I like to put passion into what I talk about. And it just wasn't really triggering me to be inspired and excited to talk about any of the topics for today. And I went, you know what? This is what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about just not feeling like doing it. Not feeling motivated. Not feeling inspired. And... As I sit here and talk to you right now, I can tell you I am progressively finding more and more energy to do this. So sometimes, even if we don't feel like doing something, in this case the podcast, but in your guys' case it could be training your dogs. Sometimes if we don't feel like doing it, once we get into it, we then start to like go, okay, you know what, this is fun. I'm really glad I did it. I mean, how often has that, has that happened to you where you're like, I don't know if I should do it. I don't know if I feel like doing whatever it is. And then you do it and you come out going, I am really glad I did it. 
I'm really glad you come out feeling happy, better, accomplished, whatever it might be. But on today's episode, I want to break down, uh, you know, I, I do a lot of reading on this stuff anyways, how to keep yourself motivated, because in the dog training world, burnout is a big thing. So I'm always looking at ways to combat burnout. And so I do a lot of reading, and there's been some different websites, and I'll just kind of bounce a few things off that I've read from them um, that have really sort of helped me in not only the business part of it, but just life part of it in general. And yes, we are going to talk about dog stuff mostly, but you know what? We can talk about life. It's fine. Dogs are part of life and whatever. So the first thing, the first tip that I would give you guys is when you're looking at something you have to do, you know, like for me, for instance, right now, it's this podcast, shooting this episode. You always want to break it into tasks that are manageable. So first task is pull up the program, put the intro in, get things ready to go. Second task is, hey, let's talk to you guys. I love talking to you guys. I love talking about dog training. And and then after that, it's like, okay, the editing stuff. And yeah, the editing stuff is kind of, in my opinion, sort of like the ugh stuff. But you know what? It's not that difficult. But if I say, oh, I have to shoot a podcast and I have to do all this stuff and I lump it into one giant thing, then that's when your motivation can just go and sink straight to the bottom. If you break it into tasks, You're like, okay, I got to do this, 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 this. As you finish each task, you're like, oh, I did it. I'm accomplished. Oh, I did it. I'm accomplished. And you just progressively build these these wins. And that's the same thing with dog training. You know, don't don't have a dog who needs to learn down, for instance. Uh, and, And you're like, you know what? By the end of this session, he doesn't know what down means at all. But by the end of the session, he's gonna learn when I say down what to do. That's a big task in one session. And not only that, you might be asking yourself or your dog to do too much. But if you break it into small tasks, not only are you setting your dog up for success, you're setting yourself up for success. And the more success and joy you have, especially in training your dog, the more you're going to want to do it. And so I find that breaking tasks tasks into manageable chunks is extremely important to do. The next one is to write down each positive thing that you experience throughout that day with your dog. Again, if we just... Let's let's say your dog is reactive to other dogs, right? And a dog walks on. You're walking your dog, and your dog blows up, starts barking at another dog. You're gonna look at that one situation, and it's going to shut you down from wanting to do that ever again, right? You're like, that was so bad. Oh my dog was so embarrassing. Oh my gosh. And you fail to forget about the positive things that might have happened leading up to that. Maybe your dog was healing good on the leash for the first time in whenever. Maybe your dog saw a squirrel and didn't react. You know, maybe your dog had some reactors but decided not to react to those, but the dog was just too much. You need to look at things just like breaking it down. You need to break down your whole day with your dog and go, this just happened. You know, this is a positive thing that happened. Again, we need to like be our own hype man, right? We need to pump ourselves up. You're like, yeah, you know what? My dog did heal really good. You know what? My dog let me put the collar on him when normally he doesn't. Or my dog came when I told him to come right away. If you break it down into small successes, it's going to make you feel better and, and not allow, which humans are really good at, not allow us just to focus on the negative and let that just eat us alive. To me... It, I, I try not to let it ruin my whole day, and I feel like I'm pretty good at it because overall I'm a fairly positive person. But you know what? Even that creeps into me at times, and there's times you're like, I don't want to do that with my dog ever again because that feeling I just dealt with was not good. 
The next one is give yourself credit for the small things you do. You, now not your dog, but you, the small things you do. So for instance, maybe you're working on crate training. So you've done a little bit of crate training with your dog. You're saying, you know what, I I took an extra two, three, four, five minutes in the morning to do a little bit of work with my dog. You know, you 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 you've come up with a plan, you've 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 done your research, you're doing all these things. Like give yourself credit. Even if it's small, it doesn't matter. If you're doing something that's proactive and it's it's gonna get you to your goal, no matter how big or small it is, give yourself credit for it. Be aware of, of that you are trying, you are working on getting your goal to your dog. So not only are we trying to, to praise the small things our dog does, we need to praise the small things we do. I'm not looking for anybody else to praise me because they might not think it's a big deal. But I need to make sure that I think it's a big deal. All right. The next one is have some quote-unquote me time. Have some you time. This is super important because if you're spending 24 hours a day or even just spending most of your home life with your dog. Sometimes dogs wear us a little thin. And this is where having a crate and crate training your dog, being able to put your dog away and just taking some time away from your dog just to escape that and and just have that you time is so important. It re-energizes us. If we're constantly around the problem or especially if it's something your dog does that you're really trying to work on. Let's say your dog barks at everything out the window or does something like that at home where it's just right in your face all the time. If you create your dog, if you put your dog away, it's okay that your dog's away when you're home. It's it's actually, I think, a really healthy thing to teach your dogs. But it also is really good for you. It gives you time to go do something else. You know, we we are always busy training dogs. We always have a lot of dogs in here. Um, well, I say a lot, honestly, we usually have about four or five training dogs in, and and sometimes less. Um, but it's just me and my wife. It's what we do. So there's times where I could just be bogged down constantly working. But I make sure that every day I have the dogs away, and I go out and I do some something me. Like we'll go out and do we time as well. So if you're if you're working, if you if you do whatever, if you have a spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, have that we time as well. You know, don't let this whole whatever you're doing overtake everything else. Have that me time, have that we time. And like, I'll go out and I'll garden. Or right now, because there's a bunch of snow on the ground, I'll go walk around outside. Even me just going outside and picking up poop, as dumb as this sounds, without any dogs out there, is sort of therapeutic. Mowing the lawn is therapeutic for me. So I try to make sure that I am at times separating away from the dogs so that I'm just not constantly just saturated by them and I feel like that just gives you more excitement it gets you going a little bit more when you're back around them wanting to work with them um the next one is just try to be present I did a podcast episode months ago that actually I think got decent amount of views and stuff I think it was one of the more popular ones um where I talked about the problem with social media where you can watch stuff and what ends up happening is you, you see these dogs that are well-trained, right? You see these dogs that are doing these phenomenal things, things that you want your dog to do, but your dog's not doing them. And people tend to get super upset, sad, negative on the fact that their dogs aren't there. But what I want people to do is take a step back and just be present 
in where you are and what you're doing in that moment with your dog. Don't look at where you want your dog to be in this moment. Look at where your dog is and just be like, okay, that's where I want to go, but this is where I'm at. How do I get there? You know, we live in such a instant gratification time that sometimes just seeing other dogs doing awesome things when our dog isn't at that level yet can kind of bog you down and make you feel like you're not good enough or you can't do it. Stay present. Stay in the present. It's going to help you guys out a lot. The other thing is just to attend helpful events. Watch helpful videos. And this doesn't even have to be dog-related. I watch a lot of motivational speakers and different things like that because it, it, it just kind of re-energizes you. It gets you excited. You know, a lot of times if I'm getting a dog ready to trial and I'm just feeling the bog and I'm just like, oh my God, you know, and I go and trial my dog and everything. Usually by the time I come out of that trial, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to take time off. Oh, I'm burned out or whatever. For me personally, I feel inspired. I'm like, finally, we got to go out and do what we wanted to do and trial the dog. And now I'm coming home with new ideas and all this stuff and I'm excited. It's just sometimes, again, just saturating yourself with as much knowledge and help and advice as you can get and some of these events like i said these these go on youtube you can get you can you know purchase webinars you can you can do all this different stuff to really help motivate you and like i said it doesn't have to be dog stuff there are so many good motivational speakers out there that give you life advice that you can always tailor to dog training training your dog <clears throat> whatever it might be um i just think it's super super helpful. And the last one here, guys, is ask for help. For me, this one is actually incredibly difficult to do. Um, I am a do-it-yourselfer kind of guy. I, If something breaks in the house, I want to fix it. I don't want to call a person to help. you know. And if, if a dog is struggling in my program, I don't want to call somebody for help. I want to fix it myself. But it's not a bad thing to lean on people that either have knowledge of whatever it is, whether it's dog training or life, that has knowledge of, of what you're going through, and that maybe can give you some advice. You know, even just talking to somebody about the problem you're having, you know, is, is a good thing. It just kind of gets it out there. It airs it. If you just sit there and you allow it to just bottle up and just take over, to me, it's going to just crush your motivation. It's going to make you just shell up and not want to do anything when it comes to working with your dog or anything like that. And so do what you can to to keep yourself motivated. I really hope that these tips, at least one of them, resonates with you and and you can you can take away some advice from that. You're like, okay, you know what? I, I'm gonna start breaking things down. To me, that's the personally, that's the biggest one for me is, is if I can just break tasks down into more manageable things, I tend to be able to accomplish what I need to. Um, as opposed to looking at uh, the big picture. One one real quick example. I remember giving this a long time ago. Actually, you know, you know what? I actually was watching something about dieting a long time ago. And uh, if you don't know me, I'm not the skinniest person in the world. Uh, but I was watching this thing on dieting. And they're like, well, if you eat one giant meal, your body's going to have a harder time breaking it down or whatever. But if you eat smaller meals throughout the day, it's easier for your body to break it down. Well, it's the same thing with with dog training, right? And what the example they gave is a log on a fire. 
you have a fire going, if you throw a log on that fire, that log is going to take a long time to burn and it doesn't go very fast. It just sits there and it, ugh. but if you throw little bits of brush or little pieces of wood or smaller pieces of wood, even taking that log and chopping it into four or six pieces and throwing it in there, it burns through significantly faster. That's the same thing. You might have this log of a goal and if you chop it up into pieces, it's going to go a lot faster and you're going to find success a lot sooner. So guys, I really hope this was helpful this week. Again, I'm going to try to get back as best I can to every week, but it's probably due due to our schedule going to be more of an every other week episode thing for a while here. We last year did take the summer off um, just because we're busy and we're training and being outside and enjoying. We live in Minnesota, so we try to enjoy our beautiful summer as much as we can because winter's like 14 months long and and we just, you know, obvious stuff. So anyways, guys, I really hope this was helpful. Share this to anybody you think could use this advice, whether it's dog people or not dog people. I find a lot of things are relatable no matter what your goal or what your style or what your favorite thing is. So guys, thanks so much for listening this week. And as always, well, maybe I shouldn't say that. Well, as always, guys, we'll talk to you again at some time. It'll probably be next week or the week after. See you later.